When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Rice Sports Network. On the Rice Sports Network from Learfield, live from Fod Rockers at the Houston Greenway Plaza, welcome to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. The Jose Cruz Jr. Show is brought to you by AT&T Sportsnet, IBEW Local 716, by Carbot, crafted for serious fun. And by Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburger. See us on the regionals, see us in the super regionals, and see us in Omaha. That's the goal, and be the last man standing and plant that old English R in the middle of the mound to celebrate. Now to lead things off, along with the coach, here's the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. We are back at Ruckers here for the uh, second edition of the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Ruckers 3929 Southwest Freeway, that uh, Wesleyan exit. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We have another good crowd here tonight. A uh, little wet, cloudy, dreary type of Monday, just kind of what a Monday is sometimes when you uh, flip that calendar to April. But we've got some great Rice House baseball talk here tonight. Um, coming up, of course, in just a second, we have the Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach of our Rice Owls, Jose Cruz Jr., to talk about that series against FAU just completed at Reckling Park just down the road. Uh, also, be of the pitching mindset tonight. We have pitching coach Coulter Bostic on the show. Coach, can have you out. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we have Owls player guests tonight, appreciate them, as uh, essentially this is their day off, so they're donating us their time here tonight. Cooper Chandler and Pierce Gallo. Guys, appreciate it. You pumped? You excited? Let's do it. Come on. Not right now, but when you come up, yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Coach coming back, and we'll preview 
those HBU Huskies. You might have heard a guy named Lance Berkman, head coach of those Huskies. We'll preview them and the Owls trip up to the Love Shack, uh, Patterson Park, J.C. Love Field at Louisiana Tech. And uh, head coach Lane Burroughs' team, 6-3 and three inside Conference USA play. Always uh, energetic and adventurous series. We'll tell you those stories on air all throughout the weekend of our trips in the past up to uh, La Tech. Lane Burroughs has done a, a great job there with that program. But Tuesday at home, Owls play HBU, 6.30. This weekend at La Tech, that's 6 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 1. The Friday, Saturday, and Sunday starts, uh, weather permitting. So there is an outside chance of some showers late, but we'll worry about that when it comes. But uh, you catch those games on the Rice House Game Day app, RiceOwls.com and the Varsity Network app, just like this show here tonight at Fuddruckers. Uh, Fuddruckers, the world's greatest hamburgers, whether you crave grilled onions, crispy bacon, three cheese, or all of it, all of the above. We've got your produce, homemade buns, always fresh and delicious. Come by and create your crave today. They have a grand reopening coming up tomorrow. Now, I told you a little bit about last week, painting the scene, but just in case you weren't tuned in, this looks a lot different than we were here with the Scott Paris show in basketball season. They've got the huge big screens up. Uh, what a place to be to watch. Uh, oh, yeah, just a little college basketball game uh, coming up here tonight. But uh, great for any Astros, Rockets, Owls uh, games you want to come watch, too. It is a, a great, great thing, and they've got a, a big corporate party, or they're setting up for the grand reopening. Uh, right behind us. So uh, that is tomorrow. If you're not here tonight, uh, that's tomorrow. They have a food truck 11 to 4, and then they reopen to the public at uh, at noon. DJ T. Gray is here. I don't think that's Tristan Gray. I cannot pass up that opportunity. Uh, a couple people got that joke. It was funny in my head when I said it, but uh, he's here from noon until 4 doing uh, DJ T. Gray things, and they got kids' activities with uh, face painting, uh, balloon art activity sheets uh, tomorrow night from 5 until 8 p.m. Uh, so um, really appreciate their uh, great partnership here. That grand reopening tomorrow here at the Fuddruckers. That's at Wesleyan exit right on that busy freeway. Look out right, uh, right to my left. It is uh, a great, great spot, and they're really rice house friendly here. But uh, stay tuned. Coming up next, we'll hear from Bixby Family at Baseball Coach of our Rice House, Jose Cruz Jr., back in a bit. This is the uh, Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Back from Fuddruckers next with more of the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Learfield. Head on over to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village. They've got post-game drink specials a college student can't refuse. On Thursdays, enjoy college nights with $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Any other day, bring your Rice ID and get more great specials. With a large patio deck, board games, and trivia nights, Little Woodrow's is definitely the place to be. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with our upcoming events. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. Rockets fans, AT&T Sportsnet is your home for everything Rockets. And the Rockets have come from behind. Stay up to date with your favorite team and follow ATT Sportsnet SW on social media for exclusive content. I'm excited. Go behind the scenes with Kaylee Griffin for insight on what's going on around the team. We get set for what's sure to be a season to remember. Plus new episodes of Rockets All Access. Turn to AT&T Sportsnet from pregame to postgame. Watch every game only on AT&T Sportsnet. 
Houston, we have a cocktail. All hands canned cocktails are made with six times distilled craft vodka at a sturdy 10% ABV to ensure you never have to sacrifice the quality of your provisions. Now available in six natural flavors, including raspberry lemonade, ruby red grapefruit, cherry limeade, cranberry, and vodka soda at Vodka Tonic Classics. Follow the adventure on Instagram at, at DrinkAllHands and try these bar strength cocktails for yourself at the next game. All hands, damn fine cocktails. Proud sponsor of Rice Athletics. Last time on College Sports Now, Northeast College Basketball needs you. Just like you do West Coast college football. Like, it helps when Southern Cal or Oregon or Washington is relevant. And in college hoops, just it's not there. At least it's not there with regularity and consistency. Follow College Sports Now on Twitter at CSNowTweets. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app like TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza. This is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Jose Cruz Jr. Show here at Fuddruckers, the world's greatest hamburgers. I forgot to give you my tot update. Yes, y'all were very concerned. So many people were asking me beforehand. I uh, had my tater tots and the lever of cheese. You got some great jalapeno cheddar over there. Everybody turns their head and looks like, thank you. They're not even with, thank It's great cheese. <laughs> I don't even know these gentlemen, but it's great cheese. You hit a button and cheese comes out. What a, what a concept. Okay, enough of me yapping. Uh, here with Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach, Bar Rice House Coach. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? All things considered, uh, still got some of the pollen, as we were talking about <laughs> over the weekend. Uh, not doing half bad, but uh, your first thoughts, um, uh, now that you have a, had a day or so to uh, process things, thoughts on that weekend series against FAU didn't go your way, of course, but uh, your, your thoughts now and, and some of the positives you try to, to get right. out of that. Well, I thought what was interesting to watch them, how they moved. I thought offensively they were very good. Uh, they, were, they were all good in their skin. Uh, they had really tough at-bats. I thought their top four guys in the lineup are as good as we've seen all year. Offensively, I think they're as good as we've seen all year. I thought defensive, they were very good, very controlled. Um, uh, a statement was made about how they really, you know, you beat them, they don't lose the game. So uh, they did a good job of that, of, of keep uh, applying pressure on us. Um, I thought we pitched fairly well. The, the first two days were, were really good. Um, we only used four pitchers in two days, which is uh, significant. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good in what we saw. I thought there were some, some guys that threw well on Sunday as well. Um, it's about as good as I've seen Deskin's pitch, so I was happy to see that. Um, Cienfuegos threw two innings, which is a first for us, for him all year. Mm-hmm. And Linsky still looks like Linsky, so we're happy to have that at the end of the game. So we just got to figure out how to get, get him to the game with the lead. So that Saturday one, I want to focus, they win the Friday game, but that Saturday one, they take it uh, six to five, back and forth, back and forth. And like we talked about in the Sunday pregame, for those that didn't hear, uh, just, just getting behind early, you'd catch up. It was just like uh, it, it was a really great game mm-hmm. until the, the final, uh, final pitch, of course. But just uh, discuss that Saturday one, how you're going back and forth, and then uh, you get Bowman, who's hitting leadoff. Analytics worked out there for mm-hmm. you. He gets the three-run homer to tie it, and just uh, uh, they ended up winning that one in the end. Yeah, that, that was um, – I thought we had a real good chance of winning that game. I mean, ultimately, there was a, their, their nine-hole hitter end up hitting the – spin ball of the year that went by Smigowski at first that ended up costing us a couple of runs at the at the end there <clears throat> Roel ended up having two up two down then at 0-2 count through a ball at a guy's neck 
the guy made pretty good contact. I don't know how he did it. Then it tips off Bullman's glove. He gets the third. We get the next batter, 0-2, and then there's a wild pitch, and there's a run. You know, so it was just some unfortunate things that happened to us there at the end. Um, but we did have a shot at, at winning that game. I thought we played very well um, all around. Just wasn't in the cards there that day. I know by no means, and people probably know this before I say it, but just prefacing, you're not feeling sorry for yourself. But at the same time, those little things that happen, there are like four or five odd things that happen in that game that sooner or later you've got to be like, ah, like when That's is it going to start breaking that, our direction? You know right? what? The way I look at it is like yeah. we just got to keep putting ourselves in a position. And I think uh, eventually we are going to win those games and, and we will get the breaks. We just got to keep putting ourselves in the, in the position to win games. Thoughts on how Hughes coming back? He came back in that midweek game against A&M Corpus Christi back at, at shortstop. And we'll talk more to Pierce Gallo in a second, but he moves to second base. Thought about um, and how showed. Hey, that's that's why he's how Hughes. He made a, a, a few really good plays this weekend. Right. I, I think the the moment how got into our infield. I think we we definitely jumped levels defensively. Um, I think you know he's he is uh, more of a veteran presence in, in that field. Um, so all of a sudden we have Pierce go to second and then we've had plays at second base we haven't seen anyone make all year so we're really happy to, to, to see that um, he seems more comfortable uh, there I think offensively it's, it's better you know it's just working out there in the middle um, for us and then I think Smigowski ultimately is he's the first baseman uh, he plays it well he's, he plays it very smart um, he, he made some some scoops already, so it's nice to see. Yeah. Which I did ask him. I go, "What's your record in scoops in a row?" He's like twenty-five, you know. So <laughs> he does he does have a count. Um, so you know, Hoyle at third is pretty solid. If we get to put Rydell, Rydell played pretty good third when he did. Made a great play down the line. Um, I would I believe it was Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, so that was I was happy to see that as well. So that I think the infield starting to solidify. Um, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do in the outfield, somewhat defensively. I think Garibay is it right. He's done a good job of solidifying himself in our lineup. Um, and now to see what, what we can do in center and left. Yeah, speaking of guy, uh, he had a great birthday present to himself. Uh, three for four, hit the big home run in that Friday game at that time. And a good Saturday game. Uh, but just speak to Guy and how he, he's a gamer. Uh, and, and we did put requests in for his people to – we got in contact. No, he had class tonight, so he couldn't come on the show. But just speak to Guy how he is he, – he's, he's, he's beyond his years on the field. He, he's just a gamer, isn't he? No, he's, he's definitely – he's in control of, of what he's doing. I think his body control is, is as good as, as anyone on our team. Um, he's able to make adjustments. He's a tough out. He's, he's tough to beat inside. Uh, with the fastball, so it creates some issues for the for the opposition. Um, so he goes out there and he's ready to play. He's prepared every day. He gets after it, um, takes the information we give him, and and uses it uh, how he sees fit at the time. So he can spray the ball around. So he does a he does a great job, man. We're happy to have him. Uh, I, I might have asked Paul this last week, Coach Yanish, like we're best friends or something, but. Uh, not Garibay not pitching this year. How much of a less of a load has led to his success hitting wise last year? As you probably know, he went a little bit of the dip when he's juggling both. But this year, free mind and he's just hitting away. No, I, I talked to him. He was one of the first phone calls I made uh, when I ended up getting this job, and and we talked about that part. And I told him, look, I don't really want you to pitch. I just want you to hit. I think you're a good hitter. Play right field and just hit. Play every day. And he was like relieved. He's like, okay, good. I don't. I didn't want to pitch anyway. So he's, I was like, just focus on that. Lift weights, get strong, and just get after it on the offensive side. And and he did. And and he's been pretty steady since 
since the fall, really. He's been like the same guy pretty much in the fall. I think right now he's a little bit better than he was when he started. Um, he's starting to, to have more confidence in what he's doing, mm -hmm. and he's getting results to go with it. So I think it's just kind of building on each other. Mentioned some about Bullman, but he drives in six runs in the series, three hits. They were all extra bases, hit lead off that one game. But uh, speak to him. He's uh, playing all over, and uh, just uh, what you've liked, liked about him. I think uh, he's definitely been a guy that, that's wanted to be in the lineup since the day one. He's trying to prove himself uh, wherever he can. He's, uh, he's done actually a really good job in taking a lot of the information we've given him also in the feedback um, to, to go out there and, and perform on the offensive side. I think we're trying to figure out where to play him defensively right now. Um, so that's a work in progress. But, I mean, offensively, and I told him this on Sundays, like you, you've earned the right to be, to be in the lineup in, in different positions and give ourselves a chance to win. All right, segueing to uh, something that's topical, but not on the Rice Diamond, but uh, start of the Major League Baseball season. You, of course, your uh, long Major League Baseball career. What is uh, an opening day memory or two or like your first opening day in the starting lineup? Uh, give us uh, an example. What, 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 what this time of year, what, what, what goes through your mind? Because obviously it wasn't that long ago. No, it's, it's, it's one of the most exciting days in baseball is opening day. I mean, minus the playoffs or something like that. The, the opening day is, you know, one of the, the most um, coveted days in baseball. It's like a holiday pretty much for, for uh, baseball fans. So my first opening day was in 1998. Versus the Twins, um, I remember I was facing Bob Tewksbury. Um, I did go three for three that day, <laughs> and he, I ended up being a colleague of his later. Uh, we started talking <laughs> about it. Um, so that was good. Homer had a couple homers on opening days, which is nice. So it was a good way to start the season. And for a long time, uh, you worked with the Major League Baseball Players Association, right? I forget the specific title, but uh, how, how good was that after your playing day? Segwayed in, you did some broadcasting, but then you go uh, and you do that, that as well. That was great. So I was, uh, we were part of all the, the last couple of collective bargaining agreements. This was the first one I haven't done in a while. Um, so it was, it was great. We, we represent the players, basically. I was the special assistant um, for, the, you know, for the Player Association. So we, I, had, uh, I was in charge of a lot of teams, and I was bilingual, so I had everybody who spoke Spanish was on a 40-man roster, basically had my number, so <laughs> my phone was, not, was ringing nonstop. Uh, so I have a lot of relationships with a lot of guys, and it was great to be able to be on the player side and help the guys and on, on a in a different way, you know, where, whether it was um, with their benefits or the insurance or their Vanguard or, or just some life decisions that they had to make. At the same time, it gave me the opportunity to, to talk, just shop with them on how they, what they're thinking, what they're trying to do, both, both on the uh, offensive side and pitching side. And they were, you know, the guys were just a vault of information or a wealth of information, I should say. Um, and it was just great for me to be able to, to have that relationship for, and talk to these guys and, and see what made them tick. All right, coming up Wednesday, I don't know if uh, a lot of Rice fans know this this time of year, but we've talked about another broadcast, but coming up Wednesday, Wayne Graham has a birthday. So uh, what? give us, uh, I, I'm sure it'll come up organically in some other uh, shows we do, but I thought, hey, you got to give old 37 a, a story or two. Like I asked Coach Yanish last week, uh, what's a Jose Cruz Jr. Wayne Graham story slash memory, anecdote or something? Um, I'll, I'll give you two real quick. The, the first meeting we had as a freshman, he goes, well, now that you're all here, 
I don't have to be nice to you anymore. <laughs> that was the first one. <clears throat> the second one was, um, uh, you don't even know how to throw a baseball. You cannot throw a baseball. And I was like, hell yeah, throw a baseball, coach. You give me the ball. He goes, oh, I'm going to hit your ball right now. So I grabbed the ball from center field. I threw the third. I threw it over the dugout. Just completely over the dugout. <laughs> Looking at me like, see? I go, do it again. <laughs> so that, was a, that began our relationship right there. <laughs> I know. I mean, did you get to talk to him when we were in Austin? Or I did. I did. Okay. I did. I, I spoke with him. Um, he, he congratulated me. He was, he was happy for me um, about it. He goes, now you're going to see. There's some things you got to work on. You got to do this. You got to do that. He was coaching me. He was coaching me on, on coaching. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, 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 was, it was great. I was happy to see him. Uh, he, came, he came by also, um, I believe, when uh, Baylor was here um, at home. Yeah. So it, it was good. He's around. He's always watching. Um, he's watching all the games, believe it or not, um, and, and has some commentary and, and thoughts on different things. So always appreciate it. All right, Coach. Be back later. Sounds good. Bixby family and baseball coach of our Rice Owls, Jose Cruz Jr. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we'll uh, get on the pitching side of things with new pitching coach Coulter Bostic. Back from Fuddruckers next more, the Jose Cruz Jr. show from Learfield. The lights, the sounds, the cameras, the electricity. If you can feel it, hear it, see it, chances are an IBEW electrician built it. The members of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 716 built the things that make Rice University and Houston great, and we want you to join us. Excellent training, fantastic benefits in retirement, and zero student loan debt. Build a better career. To find out more, visit IBEW716.net. Rockets fans, AT&T Sportsnet is your home for everything Rockets. And the Rockets have come from behind! Stay up to date with your favorite team and follow ATT Sportsnet SW on social media for exclusive content. I'm excited. Go behind the scenes with Kaylee Griffin for insight on what's going on around the team. We get set for what's sure to be a season to remember. Plus, new episodes of Rockets All Access. Turn to ATT Sportsnet from pregame to postgame. Watch every game only on ATT Sportsnet. Head on over to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village. They've got post-game drink specials a college student can't refuse. On Thursdays, enjoy college nights with $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Any other day, bring your Rice ID and get more great specials. With a large patio deck, board games, and trivia nights, Little Woodrow's is definitely the place to be. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with our upcoming events. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Attention Owls fans, you can now support Rice every day thanks to the Tap and Pay Plus mobile app. It's simple. You shop with Tap and Pay Plus, earn instant cash back along the way, and Tap and Pay Plus will donate back to Rice Athletics for you. Just go to the App Store and download Tap and Pay Plus, select Rice Athletics as your cause, and start rewarding yourself while supporting your school.
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Live at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza, this is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. They are prepping for the big grand reopening here. This is the Greenway location, Fuddruckers. So many across Houston, as you probably know, Fuddruckers, the world's greatest hamburgers. Great crowd in the house tonight. Got all the corporate bigwigs in here. We love, love coming to Fuddruckers. And we also love our time. That was kind of a weird collective royal we. But I love talking to uh, Coulter Bostic here, uh, Al's new pitching coach. Coach. How are things? All things considered. Are... All things considered, uh, things are good. We're we're in a obviously we're in a in a building stage. We're always trying to learn, trying to enhance game to game, trying to set the set the things in place, but also build the foundation for where we're trying to go in the future. Um, I think Coach Cruz has stated very clearly where we plan on taking the program, and it it may be a little bit bumpy at the start, but it I mean it, nothing ever nothing ever starts off cleanly. Of course. So let's before we talk more of the uh, the pitching dynamic side of things, uh, let's talk about your background. You played at uh, way out west, uh, Midland College, uh, and then a little more uh, our direction at St. Mary's mm-hmm. in San Antonio. We have one thing in common. Uh, we both graduated uh, English communications. I was an English major, so uh, it has served me well in baseball. Yeah, you got you got to be able to communicate. So. Discuss your unique path as you come in uh, to Rice and what you're doing before because no path is uh, one like one other, but uh, yours was a, a little unique in that, if that is <laughs> yeah. a good English term. <laughs> uh, just simply stated, I'm, I'm not coming from a background like Coach Yanish or Coach Cruz. It's, uh, my, I'm, my playing experience was not, was not something that you brag about. It, it came <laughs> to an end, as it all does. It came a lot shorter than some other people's, but... Uh, my whole thing was I, I had an extreme passion for the coaching side and helping kids get better, um, trying to see the landscape of what player development and the opportunities that were out there because the game and the, the periphery around it are always evolving. And so I dedicated myself to learning as many different areas of the, of the game as possible from the new perspectives, the new school, all that kind of stuff from great coaches. And I put together a program and ran a business, uh, a pitching development company out of San Antonio, Texas, worked with high school, college pro guys across the board. Um, and it, it basically opened up opportunities networking wise, um, which inevitably allowed me to be, connected and eventually put in front of coach Cruz and have the opportunity to come to rice. Yeah. Perfect segue. It's like we've been doing this for years. What intrigued you most about the uh, pitching coach job? Cause I remember talking to coach Cruz and, and one of the media, I don't think it was me asked him in his introductory press conference. Hey, what do you think on the pitching side of things? And he, we got something working here. We're going to do something different. And here you are that output of that. So discuss what intrigued you most about the gig. The opportunity, uh, just the kind of the opportunity to go in and do something a little bit different that no one else has been doing um, with Coach Cruz's uh, direction that he wanted to like have the best player development 
like system in college baseball. That was the goal. I think we're still working towards it, but we have set a really good foundation to do so. Um, being progressive with data and analytics, and not that not that those are the things that will win the game, but those are the things that help influence the current state of, of where we are and how we're going to help push player development forward. Um, and just kind of, we really meshed on those on those areas. Uh, like I said, we we have the, the the bumps in the road, but I think we've we've set ourselves in a really good position to move forward and be at the top of the list when it comes to player development and eventually leading the country in certain areas as well. And you also came in a great time with the pig pin, the, the thick pin pitching lab there. Mm-hmm. Um, dumb it down for me. Cause I don't, I don't pretend I might've joked. Hey, I don't, I don't know all the, the ins and outs as most listeners would probably tell you too, but what, uh, what, what is so great about the pitching lab? And even though it's still relatively new, have you been able to see some results from that? Um, so in terms of, yeah, it is very new. We got it in late January. So it really, we haven't really had a chance to use it to impact our guys greatly. But what we've used it for is data collection uh, to start building a reference for all of our guys. And we were, I mean, despite the fact that the Major League Baseball season was pushed back, it actually helped us a little bit because we had a lot of Major League players and Minor League players that were in town that we could collect data on to help us build a, a database to use for reference for our players. So um, we had uh, Rice alum Tyler Duffy, who is very unique to himself, but we look at it and we say, hey, his biomechanical signature is very similar to Parker Smith, who's a freshman here. And what do we see that are similar? What do we see that are dissimilar? And how can we help improve Parker based on the things that, that we see from Tyler? And being able to like have a conversation based on, on, on the numbers, but also based on what maybe what Tyler says about his delivery or vice versa or whatever. But we haven't really had a chance to have an impact. It's going to be massive over the summer and going into the fall when we can use it on a daily basis. And we get to exp- like, I'm not, I'm not going to say experiment. It's not like a mad scientist situation, <laughs> of course. but we get to go in and we get to use it with trial and error and help guys really experience what they can get out of it growth wise. Uh, right now we're just, we're just collecting a database. Um, but the, the dumbed down version um, <laughs> essentially, because there is a lot to it is, this is the most comprehensive pitching lab in the country, um, especially at the collegiate level. There are some private facilities that have abilities to do a few different things, but when it comes to what is going on in the college game and what our purpose is, we have the most comprehensive, most user-friendly, and quite honestly, the most direct path to effective player development um, in terms of markerless motion capture. We don't have to spend a lot of time getting guys dotted up. We get immediate feedback from it. Uh, ground force re- uh, plates where we can you can take the terrible terminology of get into your legs, which every little league coach in the country says, but they don't really know what it means. And we can, <laughs> we can put a number to it. We can show guys what is actually happening with their body and how they're interacting with ground over time and space. Um, we've got a TrackMan unit installed that is able to give us instant feedback on just the ball flight metrics, which what, what we're seeing here is like, we've got guys that are developing really, really good stuff. And then like this, this is a phenomenal place to be able to take this and build stuff and give it to the guys and put it on the field and like let their competitive nature take over uh so in in layman's terms it's it's 
phenomenal. <laughs> okay, yeah, just just in short, it's phenomenal. It's a pretty fun place to be in. <laughs> Let's talk about on the on the mound. Uh, how, how have you thought? We'll, we'll start with uh, Cooper. Just in a whole, the uh, the starting rotation. How some guys have moved between Saturday and Sunday, but uh, Cooper has been the guy on Friday. And as you were telling me earlier in this week, he's been the most consistent guy. Hence uh, the reason he's a Friday guy, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a reason why the moment I found out he was in the transfer portal, I went after him because I've, I've heard, I've seen the consistency and just the way that people talk about him as a competitor. That's something we needed. We needed a veteran, uh, a veteran presence. Um, we have some veterans on the team, but it, it brings when someone brings a new perspective and kind of a kind of a re re-energizes the, the staff in there and kind of gives a, a new light to how how he does things, how he goes about business on a daily basis. It influences the freshmen it influences the sophomores. Um, it shows or he, he can show, hey, I came from one philosophy. I'm coming into here. See what like see what success he can get. And hopefully that garners more uh, recruits for us saying, hey, I saw what Cooper did. He was really good at Pepperdine, and he went to Rice, and he learned some stuff, figured some things out. Maybe I can do that as well. So it's it's a positive thing there. Um, but no, the the the, the ups and downs obviously um, have have had an influence. But the the change in the weekend is we had we had some like a, a minor injury with uh, with Parker Smith. Nothing nothing crazy. Just a freshman had a higher workload than he anticipated. So we're, we're making sure we're, we're taking care of him. So we, we get to move DeLeon into the lineup, uh, getting to use Roel Garcia in a, in a manner that actually no one would have thought about. But it's, And Coach Cruz loves to think of it as like the second starter in that game. We're going to get the first half started. We're going to get the second half started and trying to, trying to keep our bullpen as fresh as possible. And we're just trying to find the right pieces to plug in and do the right jobs. Uh, the other guy I wanted to ask about was Matthew Linsky, how all that pitching lab, all the number stuff, I don't under, but even Corey Barton was here before, he'd tell me about Linsky. He's just different. And oh, then he's different. The other day, I didn't tell you that, but then the other day you told me, yeah, Linsky, he's just different. So I'm hearing it from two different guys that I really respected, but talk about Linsky and how uh, he could be playing this game for a while, hopefully. Uh, that is definitely the hope for him. He's, he's unique in the fact that people just don't see his, his, the ball right. Um, we could go into the metrics of it, which there are some things that are absolutely elite, like well above average, and then there are things that what people would assume should be outlier numbers are just completely average for him. And I, it just really goes to he has, he has a God-given gift that he can throw the fastball. It is very difficult for guys to see. And now that he's uh, with what we're doing in the lab, like showing him, hey, these are the things that will help you be more consistent. These are the ranges where if you can repeat this on your fastball, it's going to be really, really effective. Those kind of tools help him kind of uh, contain his skill set and put it into a very direct uh, manner. But like now he has a he has a serviceable breaking ball which i say serviceable it's absolutely wipe out he's completely tricked some hitters with it but we use it maybe one percent of the time when no one can touch his fastball but if we just want to like really mess with somebody he'll he'll snap that thing in there and like it's, Sunday, it's, yeah. it's grotesque yeah. um and he's starting he's starting to take some pride in it um he's he's just a phenomenal like animal to watch on the mound it's he he that's exactly what he is. He is he is an animal on the mound. 
that you just kind of let, let him go do his thing and he's going to be fine. Well, a lot more we could get to. I think we uh, run out of time this segment, but a few more weeks, I think you're coming back. So we'll get another burger, talk some more pitching. But thanks for coming tonight. Appreciate Sounds it. Sounds good to me. I appreciate it, JP. Yeah, thank you much. Coulter Bostic, Al's new pitching coach, joining us here on the high table here at Fuddruckers. Back, we'll speak uh, with Cooper Chandler. Back from Fuddruckers next with more of the Jose Cruz Jr. show from Learfield. Houston. We have a cocktail. All hands canned cocktails are made with six times distilled craft vodka at a sturdy 10% ABV to ensure you never have to sacrifice the quality of your provisions. Now available in six natural flavors, including raspberry lemonade, ruby red grapefruit, cherry limeade, cranberry, and vodka soda at Vodka Tonic Classics. Follow the adventure on Instagram at, at drinkallhands and try these bar strength cocktails for yourself at the next game. All hands, damn fine cocktails. Proud sponsor of Rice Athletics. Have no post-game plans? You do now. Head down the street to Little Woodrow's in Rice Village and relax over indoor and outdoor games, sports, and drink specials that a college student can't refuse. All you have to do is bring your student ID to enjoy $2.50 domestic drafts. Also, don't miss out on our Thursday college nights as we've got $2 domestic drafts and $3 shots. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay updated on all our upcoming events and specials. Little Woodrow's, the official Rice Owls game day headquarters. Attention Owls fans, you can now support Rice every day thanks to the Tap and Pay Plus mobile app. It's simple. You shop with Tap and Pay Plus, earn instant cash back along the way, and Tap and Pay Plus will donate back to Rice Athletics for you. Just go to the App Store and download Tap and Pay Plus, select Rice Athletics as your cause, and start rewarding yourself while supporting your school. Big trip on the horizon? Before you depart, you gotta park. The parking spot is a simpler, easier way to navigate airport parking, and you can save when you book online. You're guaranteed a spot, and we even pick you up at your trunk in our yellow and black spotted shuttles and take you straight to the terminal. Parking and saving come full circle at the parking spot. The parking spot, proud sponsor of Rice University. Visit theparkingspot.com to reserve your spot today. Welcome back to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Here again, the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. You know it every Monday night here, the rest of the season, this show, and then we have uh, six more, the remaining Mondays of the regular season here to talk some Rice Owls baseball. Joined now by a graduate uh, student uh, from Frisco, Texas, a wee bit north of us. Went to a Wakeland High School and some stops in between. Joined by number 43 on our Rice Owls roster, Cooper Chandler. How are we doing? I'm doing well, JP. How are you doing? Cannot complain one yeah. bit. Uh, I don't know. It was out of the corner of my eye, but when you hear Coach Bostic talk about that, is it like kind of the, the good stuff he says humbling, mm-hmm. or is it like, ah, just I don't, I don't want to hear that? Because I've heard mixed reactions from athletes I've no, talked to. No, it's humbling. It's humbling. Okay. Like, I'm always trying to get better, so I take anything that Coulter says, any compliments, because he doesn't give a lot. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, getting back in the pitching lab or something. It's like, hey, do this, do this, do this. But uh, first off, just uh, discuss your path to Rice, how – uh, you all, I'll start with this little nugget first. We almost didn't have you. Pepperdine almost didn't have you, as he told me on our uh, – we were airplane buddies out there to West Virginia. Uh, you, you almost – I don't know how really close it was – played football in, did, yep. in college. So discuss that and then eventually ending up Pepperdine and then here yeah, my talk story again. a little bit. Yeah. So in high school, yeah, I did play uh, football uh, all four years. I was actually hurt my sophomore and junior year, but I had a really good football season my senior year. 
And I had an offer, a couple offers, uh, one to D2 and the D1AA. Say the D2, come on. D2 A&M Commerce, which is where JP's from. The Harvard of Hunt County, folks. That's right. That's right. And then Abilene Christian as well. And I was really considering those offers. And I kind of had a bet on myself. And I turned those offers down. I was like, I think I can play at a higher level in baseball. And I didn't have a baseball offer at the time. And I had a really good uh, senior year at Wakeland for baseball. And I started getting JUCO offers. And... I uh, just was pitching lights out, and eventually I got a preferred walk-on visit to Arkansas. And then Pepperdine came, knocked on the door uh, the end of uh, April, I, I think. And I went out there for a visit, and I was like, wow, this wouldn't suck to play here for four years. And <laughs> yeah. uh, sure enough, I went to Pepperdine and had a very good four years there. And I still talked to those teammates today and the coaches. They're great coaching staff, and, uh, yeah, I cherished every moment. All right, so tough question here. Pretend you're your own pitching coach here. Evaluate yourself through this season, how we've heard uh, the good things about you. But I know, as most great athletes are, you're hard on yourself in some right. other areas too. So this first part, we're not, I guess we're kind of at the numerical half point already, I guess, after another week or so. But evaluate yourself there, if you don't mind. Right, so I think I've progressively gotten better. And, you know, I've, we've faced some tough teams so far. And uh, there's one outing that really stuck out where I was just was not myself, and that was against Lamar, and it was just that's just one of those outings you kind of have to flush it. And you know, I think I've progressively gotten better, and we, Coulter has been really working hard, giving us game plans and stuff. And it really just comes down at the end of the day, just me executing the pitch that's called. And you know, I took that for a grain of salt. And you know, this past weekend at FAU or against FAU, um, it was a tough outing, and it was kind of a grind. Uh, the first two two innings, it hit me right in the face, and you know I kind of had to weather the storm a little bit, and I lasted until the sixth inning. So uh, overall, I mean FAU was a very good lineup, and I thought they handled the bat very well. And with two strikes, they were very competitive, and there was really two at bats, and uh, those two bats that really killed me were the 0-2 counts in the second inning uh, to the bottom of the lineup, and you know. I really got to bury those guys, and if I make a better pitch there on those two guys, and you know we could be looking at a different ball game. But I thought I gave, kept our team in it, and you know at the end of the day, just take the positives from it. I thought my st- stuff is getting better weekly, and you know I'm ready to get back out there this Friday. Obviously, at Rice, Coach Bostic is working with you. Before Rice, who helped you develop pitching wise the most? So I've had uh, a few mentors, uh, Rolando Garza, he was my pitching coach my freshman and sophomore year at Pepperdine, and he was really into the, the mental game, which really helped me coming in as a freshman, because as a freshman, you like to overthink things and think there's a huge learning curve. I mean, there's a, as far as the talent from high school to college, there is a learning curve, but from the mental game, it's really not. I mean, that stud you are in high school, you just got to take that mentality and bring it to the college, college level, and, you know. Coach Garza, he believed in me, and but he really taught me. It was like, there's no learning curve, Cooper. You just got to be the beast that you are and just go out there and compete. And I'll leave that there for Coach Garza. I mean, he was a great mentor. And then next, um, I had a little shoulder issue my sophomore year. only pitched half the year. had a medical red shirt. And I went and saw uh, Tom House yeah. uh, there in the summer. And he, uh, he's I've actually a, interviewed him before. He is a different cat, but different he knows cat. He's funny. everything. Funny guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a legend. And yeah. uh, he basically told me if I did these, like, three drills, uh, arm strengthening drills for my shoulder, he's like, you'll be throwing 96 in three months. Yeah. And sure enough, I was throwing 96 that fall. 
So he, he's a mentor that I, I look up to uh, daily, and I follow him on Twitter and see whatever what he has to say on Twitter and stuff. But you throw the football? Because he was big I with the, the, football, he was the Rangers yeah. pitching coach. You know, once a, yeah. once a QB, always a QB. So <laughs> always, throwing, always throwing the football. All right, but no talks to Coach Bloomgren or nothing. Your, your football eligibility, you're not going to help us on the gridiron, are you? No. Okay, okay I knew that. So uh, what is your favorite pregame meal? Like if you have one that might differ on the road. Favorite, favorite pregame meal? Like are you – is there a ritual? Like, do you? Ha- I usually, I've, I've got to have my gummy bears before this. Like, what, what's your what's your deal? Like, what do you I have to have? I usually go to the Black Walnut, right okay. next in Rice Village. I get the the Black Walnut salad. It's a chicken salad. It's healthy and it's light, so gets me uh, geared up for the game. All right, so something light, right? Something light. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the rest of the season. Obviously, La Tech this weekend, but a lot more games after that. What's the the key? Not not just you on the on the pitching side, but team wise, what do you got to? get together to, to turn things around a little bit right we I mean we just got to keep getting better I mean we everything is so results oriented right now we just got to be detail oriented and process oriented and take the little things we see from each game and uh, there's a lot of little things that are happening in the games that are costing us a lot so we just got to narrow down on those things and just keep getting better at them last question uh, almost forgot this one but when your playing days are over what do you want to do? What would Playing be a days? dream job? Would it be in baseball? I want to get away from baseball. But I hear both sides of that, too. What do you want to do? You know, I find this question amusing when okay. you ask a baseball player this because, you know, baseball players are like, you know, I'm all in on baseball. I don't really don't know what I want to do after. But, you know, I've got a backup plan. And this summer I have an internship with Texas Capital Bank in Dallas. I'll be in the investment banking division. So that's my backup plan right now. And uh, I I'm getting my MBA at Rice, so something business-related, real estate, investment banking, so we'll see. But right now, I'm all in, all in on baseball and the Rice Owls. Yeah, hopefully that's a long, long time. Long, long time, Start yeah. making that other money. Yes, sir. Hey, it's been a short time, but great getting to know you on the airplane and off, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. I'm sure we'll be talking again. All right, thanks, JP. All right, Cooper Appreciate Chandler, it. the Rice Owls. Stay tuned. Coming up in a bit, we'll stay on the diamond. We'll go a little bit behind and to the left. Talk to second baseman Pierce Gallo back from Fuddruckers next. More of the Jose Cruz Jr. show from Learfield. Everybody's got a burger. No matter what your burger, Fuddruckers has it. Each morning, we make the freshest buns for the world's greatest hamburger. Whatever craving combo you have, our buns have you covered. 100% all-American premium cut beef cooked to order. Add delicious toppings to pile high. Then head over to our build-your-own produce bar with fresh ingredients to create your crave. Our burger coasters are waiting for you at Fuddruckers. Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites is the preferred hotel for anybody visiting the medical center, the museum district, or Rice University. We offer the largest suites in the medical center, complete with full kitchens, and our full-service restaurant and outdoor pool will make your stay complete. We look forward to having you experience the Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites soon, and if you need a group rate or 10 or more rooms, don't forget to call 713-528-7744. That's 713-528-7744. We interrupt your top 40 hits to issue this alert from the Carbach Brewing Company. In our efforts to brew our distinct and popular Hopadillo IPA, we have unwittingly created a monster. A monster with an insatiable thirst. A monster that will not stop until it gets what it wants. An ice-cold Hopadillo IPA. Just like the one I'm holding in my hand. Bold. Flavorful. Dry-hopped. Irresistible. Sweet Mary! 
Papadillo. Find it before it finds you. Bravely brewed in Texas by the Carbach Brewing Company. The lights, the sounds, the cameras, the electricity. If you can feel it, hear it, see it, chances are an IBEW electrician built it. The members of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 716 built the things that make Rice University and Houston great, and we want you to join us. Excellent training, fantastic benefits in retirement, and zero student loan debt. Build a better career. To find out more, visit IBEW716.net. College sports fans now have access to hundreds of weekly podcasts that zero in on the college sports world. Now available in the Varsity Podcast Network and part of the new Varsity app. The app is free and available from wherever you get your favorite apps. Download the Varsity app today to have access to hundreds of national podcasts as well as your favorite team-focused podcasts. The Varsity Podcast Network now available for free on the Varsity app. Download from the App Store and listen today. at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza. This is the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Now alongside the coach, let's rejoin J.P. Heath. We are back at Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. Wonderful crowd again here tonight. A little basketball game coming up in uh, just a bit beyond these uh, big, big screens. And uh, Coach Cruz will come back and we'll preview those Coach Berkman-led Huskies and those LaTeX Bulldogs. Guy that'll be at second base, pencil him in or pin. Uh, it is number 31 of our Rice Owls, Pierce Gallo. Good evening, sir. How are things? I'm doing great. How are you doing, JP? Cannot complain. Uh, no stranger to this, so. Absolutely. Did this at, at Clemson a little bit? So. I did. I had a little experience with the podcast. So. Okay, so you, you're no rookie sitting up here. Um, since you mentioned that, discuss that, that path, how you grew up outside of Atlanta mm-hmm. and, and Clemson kind of makes sense geography-wise in that neck of the woods, this Texan, as I, I visualize that part of the country, but then coming over to Rice, kind of talk about the motivation for coming here and uh, what you've liked so far. Right, so uh, my recruiting process started pretty early in high school. It started my freshman year. Um, you know, I took all my visits and everything, and I narrowed it down to Clemson and a few other schools, and I took a visit there, and my 16-year-old self made the decision to go to Clemson, and, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play baseball. I wanted to play it professionally. And I thought that was the school that was going to give me the best opportunity to do that. Um, I had two years there. It was two great years. I learned a lot. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed playing baseball there. But, you know, we, we took COVID year as my freshman year, and I had a long period of reflection. And, you know, I said to myself, I need to go to a school that, that fits me a little more. And that's a higher academic school and a place where I could really thrive on the field and in the classroom. And uh, after my sophomore year, I entered the transfer portal and, there was a number of schools that called, but uh, you know when I got the call from Coach Yanish, it was it was pretty clear that Rice was going to be the school that I was going to attend next. All right, so be honest. Coach was here last week. Coach Yanish, mm-hmm. when he calls here, like man, it's Paul Yanish. Yeah. Well, it's actually <laughs> funny. So when he was with the Braves, I wasn't living in Georgia. I was living in Virginia, but I was down in Georgia because that's you know the the hub of travel ball um, in high school and he was the starting shortstop that day so I got to watch him play you know I knew him from the Orioles too because I was a big I went to a lot of Orioles games because I was a Yankees fan and they were in the same division so it was it was cool talking to him because you know he's exactly what I aspire to be a you know professional shortstop and um, so I mean it was it was kind of nerve-wracking but we got along really well and it was a 
It was a super easy connection right off the bat. This might be awkward. I need to take the headset off if you're a Yankees fan. No, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll still allow it the remaining minute. I kid, I kid. Sort of. No, no. Um, discuss now coming to Rice and how your game has matured along with that as I just throw in and uh, lob another grenade question in there. You start at short, and like you were telling me the other day, it's been a smooth transition to second with that kind of safety, mm -hmm. safety blanket and how over there. So discuss right. that ebb and, and flow of the first, uh, what, uh, 30 games or so this year. Right. So, you know, I got, I got the opportunity to play shortstop at the beginning of the season, and it was a really great opportunity. I played shortstop for most of my life. That's what I got recruited as at Clemson, and that's what I played in high school. Um, but also while I was at Clemson, I played second, I played third. Um, and then my sophomore year, I was majority second baseman. So it was nice to go back over to the position that I played growing up. But for me, I was telling you this, you know, before the game, it was kind of like, you know, I'm riding a bike and then I put my training wheels back on when I go to second. You have a little more time. Uh, and it also gives you an opportunity to kind of slow the game down yourself and, and focus more from an offensive standpoint. You know, second base is not an easy position at all, but it it is easy compared to shortstop in the fact that you don't have to throw across the diamond. Um, you have a lot less responsibility on the field. And, you know, having Hal next to me, someone who's a veteran college baseball player, played shortstop at LSU, which is a great program, and, and then played shortstop 52 games last year, it's been really calming, and it's allowed me to, you know, again, focus a lot more on, on the hitting side of things. Elaborate more, because you said that, and you said it earlier in that answer, and Coach mentioned his segment, how that correlate because I mean I don't know I, mm -hmm. this may surprise you I never played college baseball I don't know so how does that affect when you go to second because a, a lot of fans I'd imagine don't see that leap how the the two connect but I know they obviously mm -hmm. they, they do right so you know when you're at shortstop it's a premier defensive position I would say the three premier defensive positions on the baseball field are center field shortstop and catcher and they're the leaders at you know each of their perspective places um, so when you're at shortstop, you know, you got to worry about your guy to your right, left, make sure they're in the right position. you got to line up the cuts. There's a lot of responsibility that falls on you, so you're thinking about a lot of things, and then you're asked to go back in the dugout and then, you know, work on your offensive approach at the same time. So now I have that responsibility, you know, shared with Hal a little more, and so I'm more relaxed. Um, you know, I know what I'm doing. I can focus more on, you know, coming in the dugout and say, okay, now this is what I need to do, you know, to help us score some runs. So you mentioned some of this earlier. You're telling me during the break you're an econ major. Yes. Uh, no underwater basket weaving majors <laughs> at any of Rice, especially right. on econ. I've talked to a lot of athletes that are econ majors. Uh, what, what appealed? I mean, I know it's a very broad. It's still hard, but it's, it's a broad major. So mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you want to do with that when you're playing days are over? What, what's challenged you about that? So uh, my dad had a really good friend. His name's Jeff Rennert. Um, you know, he's a CEO of a big private equity firm. And I've always looked up to him a lot. He was an economics major at Duke. And, uh, you know, that path that he took was always very, very attractive to me. You know, because it is broad, there's a lot of things that you can do. That's, you know, something I'd like to get into is private equity and the, the investment banking side of things. Um, but, again, like Cooper said, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to play baseball for as long as I can before I have to, you know, uh, go grind in the, in the office for a little bit. All right, last other question. Why do you wear number 31? <laughs> so... My number choices were not that great when okay. I got to Rice. I had about a week or two before campus. So Coop and I were some of the last guys to commit. So we were picking out our apartment building with seven days before school started. Okay. Um, so I think 31 was the lowest one. I was number four at 
Clemson, so I was like three plus one equals four. So okay. I'm nice over that, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like. I would never know that without asking that. Okay. Hey, thanks. I'm sure this won't be our last talk, but I appreciate you coming tonight. Hope you enjoyed the grub, and uh, good luck rest of the season. Absolutely. Thank you very appreciate much. Appreciate it. Pierce Gallo, not number four, but number 31. Maybe that number four is coming down the line. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Coach Cruz will be back, back from Fuddruckers next with more of the Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Learfield. We interrupt your top 40 hits to issue this alert from the Carbach Brewing Company. In our efforts to brew our distinct and popular Hopadillo IPA, we have unwittingly created a monster. A monster with an insatiable thirst. A monster that will not stop until it gets what it wants. An ice-cold Hopadillo IPA. Just like the one I'm holding in my hand. Bold. Flavorful. Dry hopped. Irresistible. Go. Sweet Mary! Hopadillo. Find it before it finds you. Bravely brewed in Texas by the Carbach Brewing Company. Big trip on the horizon? Before you depart, you gotta park. The parking spot is a simpler, easier way to navigate airport parking, and you can save when you book online. You're guaranteed a spot, and we even pick you up at your trunk in our yellow and black spotted shuttles and take you straight to the terminal. Parking and saving come full circle at the parking spot. The parking spot, proud sponsor of Rice University. Visit theparkingspot.com to reserve your spot today. You know who makes the world's greatest hamburgers? You do. Only Fuddruckers allows you to completely customize your burger with endless ways to create your crave. You'll always have gourmet perfection in your hands. You might even earn a PhD in burger building while doing it. Visit Fuddruckers today. Every time you come to Fuddruckers, you have the power to create your crave. We like to call it CYC. CYC means you select your bun, the size of your burger, and the burger is cooked your way. And don't forget about our abundant variety of delicious toppings. CYC, only at Fuddruckers. Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites is the preferred hotel for anybody visiting the medical center, the museum district, or Rice University. We offer the largest suites in the medical center, complete with full kitchens, and our full-service restaurant and outdoor pool will make your stay complete. We look forward to having you experience the Doubletree by Hilton Houston Medical Center Hotel and Suites soon, and if you need a group rate or 10 or more rooms, don't forget to call 713-528-7744. That's 713-528-7744. Welcome back to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show. Here again, the voice of the Owls, J.P. Heath. We are back. Final segment here of our second show here at Fuddruckers, World's Greatest Hamburgers. They've got the uh, goodies bar out there. they got the aforementioned Levra cheese, that one of those space-age gizmos where you push all the buttons for your sodas, and it's great. And they've got their grand reopening coming up tomorrow, Food Trucks. Uh, come at 10. This is all off the top of my head. You're seeing uh, it work in person. And then at noon, they reopen the uh, restaurant back. It is a great, great partnership back with uh, Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach Jose Cruz Jr. Uh, coach, you got Coach Berkman uh, coming in. Um, since we didn't have this show around that first meeting, I, I guess the first question um, I, I know you're, you've seen everything in baseball, but it's a little different coaching against your, your former teammate, good friend, and a guy you used to room with on the road. I mean, that, that, that has to be different, I'd imagine, I mean, not to I mean, answer it's, for it. It's, it's uh, definitely interesting how uh, our paths have always kind of been parallel in many ways. And for, for both of us to be coaching at the same time, same year, debuting at the same time, is, is, um, is kind of a phenomenal coincidence. But, you know, we're rooting for him. Uh, I wish him the best. He's a great guy. So, I mean, hopefully we come tomorrow and, and, and we, we take a victory, you know, no, uh, with all due respect, Mr. Berkman and all that, but um, we definitely want to go out there and, and, and win tomorrow. 
What's a Berkman memory between you two when you played together? Um, when we played together? Or just like a Rice memory of his. Oh, he was, you know what, he was, um, the, the things that I remember about him uh, right away when he got there was his ability to hit the ball to the opposite side from the left side. Uh, to be able to hit like a, um, like a four seam, like a backspun ball into left center, really like no one I'd ever seen before um, as a freshman. So it, it was really impressive what he could do. You know, we still couldn't figure out what his position was. I mean, he had moments where he'd dive for the ball and he'd miss it by five yards, you know. It, I mean, it was stuff like that. It was pretty funny. Um, but he always had a great sense of humor. Um, he, he, was a, he was a good time as far as a, a good teammate um, with what he did. So, I mean, it, it was good. We got to play in the big leagues as well uh, together. So my dad was his coach right away. So it, it was we were always in communication with that. So it, it, it was it was uh, it was a pleasure to be his teammate. Uh, Law Tech this weekend. Do you think going on the road like that and I say hostile environment? They, they love their baseball there. It's it's nothing disrespectful, but going to a place like that and they they lost two or three this weekend. Kind of be a galvanizing thing, like bring everybody together going on the road like that. You think? No, I think so. I, I think. The unit goes out there. We're all we're together. We're like just a big old group, big old gang together, going out there trying to do something special. And, and it's going to be hostile. Uh, they they definitely take a lot of pride in their team. Um, their their team is a little bit older. You know, they definitely want to want to put it to us, and and we need to be ready. Thank you, coach. Well, As always, you. appreciate it. Bixby Family Head Baseball Coach of our Rice Owls, Jose Cruz Jr., every Monday night here at Fuddruckers, 7 until 8 p.m. Uh, thanks to everybody for being a part. Thanks to y'all for coming out. Another great crowd. Got some new friends over here in the front row watching on. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. For, I know you didn't come out for me. Probably maybe for Coach, but Coach has his fans. Uh, but th thanks to everybody for tuning in tonight, out listening as well. Thanks to Walter Engineering, A-plus as always. Uh, thanks to Jeremy with Field, Zach back in the studio as well. And of course, thank you to uh, Coulter Bostic, Cooper Chandler, and Pierce Gallo. My name is J.P. Heath. Have a great rest of this night. God bless. Go Owls. Rice fight. We'll talk to you tomorrow against uh, Coach Berkman and those HBU Huskies. This has been the uh, Jose Cruz Jr. Show from Fundruckers. Talk to you next week. The Rice Owls Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to the Jose Cruz Jr. Show live at Fuddruckers at the Houston Greenway Plaza. Tonight's show is brought to you by AT&T Sportsnet, IBEW Local Union 716, Carbach, crafted for serious fun, and by Fuddruckers, world's greatest hamburgers. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Rice Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.